Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Here it is all about strategies and systems that get you to grow your business. As an entrepreneur or business leader, you need to be ahead of trends. Gain insights that really thrust your business to the next level. Each episode focuses on different aspects of designing, building, and leading companies. Without marketing, sales, innovation, or funding, you will lack the fire for growth. Without management strategies and systems, you are speeding towards failure. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Best thing always when you're hiring staff is to hire for work attitude, for mindset, and not to focus on titles, de uh, degrees, university, academic titles, and all sorts of other kind of things that maybe are old style values, but are actually not a trustworthy indicator that the person will actually contribute towards your business, towards growth, towards sustainability, and as well towards any kind of activity that needs to be done in a proper manner. And that doesn't matter whatever department it is, whether you need someone for sales, for accounting, for marketing, for IT, customer service, uh, any kind of area, even, even leading a uh, local business department or anything like that. You need the right mindset, the right work attitude. And some attitudes that people bring along, uh, they think they are absolutely entitled, they are toxic and disruptive. But they're not actually going to contribute with any kind of positive uh, benefit because they are not building anything. They're just destroying everything by intoxicating people all around them. Now, let's look why work attitude and, and let's differentiate be between those who are absolutely demotivated or those that are just generally lazy and those who are highly um, motivated to do work or, or think they have to work like crazy hours. And the difficulty is that some people have a great work attitude, but they have a difficulty of prioritizing. So setting a priority, what has to be done first, or what do I have to get done? And when should I really put an end to it? Because eventually you can't work like 24 hours a day for weeks and weeks with hardly any sleep or anything that's just going to um, make you sick. And when the staff, someone in your staff is doing that kind of crazy work, then you need to ask, of course, two questions. Um, why is the person working so long? What is he trying to accomplish? And um, why can't anyone help him? On the other hand, you have to, of course, ask a little bit further into their own mindset regarding the work attitude, because maybe they have a fantastic work attitude, but they have a difficulty of saying no, which means anyone can, anyone can come to them and add more workload on them, 
and they don't say no sorry i can't i can't do anymore uh, you need to find somebody else to do, do that job because i'm already full so they just accept add 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 more and more work on top instead of saying no sorry um i have got any time i am already more than busy absolutely full and working already overtime and that's when you think okay once they are working already overtime and they have so much stuff to do then you have to decide do i have to change do i have to change something and the same thing can even happen towards yourself as an entrepreneur i once had a at the beginning of one of my businesses i used uh, the advice of one of my former um, company formation advisors and he was a lawyer and tax formation expert in that and he had the opportunity to provide me marketing advice now when you think of course at first what do these people actually learn at university they don't learn marketing because a tax advisor and a lawyer they don't learn anything about marketing the only thing they might learn about marketing sales and all these things only related to either law i mean what's allowed what's not allowed or how to uh tax it how to uh, put into the accounting what is an account and, and uh, let's say an expense that is acceptable and can be deducted from from your revenue so you have less tax on that things but telling somebody else how to do your marketing and your sales can go really down the hatch now in that case he hired a junior who wasn't a tax expert or anything, but she uh, had studied uh, marketing and all these things, things. And eventually, after all the work that done, I had an Excel sheet with 200, over 200 to-do items. And I was eventually just busy doing all this kind of stuff and not getting anywhere. And one day, I had enough. I complained to him and said, hey, this is insane. I have 200 items, over 200 items. I send him the Excel sheet and said, this can't be serious. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It somehow it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm not a corporation. I haven't got uh, 200 people to do all this work. <laughs> and, and then he got a fright because he then noticed that the person went totally overboard with the amount of things that you put on me and uh, I just added and added onto the list and thought, okay some things you can do together and so on some things are quickly done but eventually uh, it just didn't grow less or, or shrink the kind of stuff I was just adding more and more so eventually what I got finished <laughs> before I got it finished I had more items on the list and it just never never really went to a decent amount so he then eventually um pull the emergency brake and uh, got a proper marketing expert to help me and fix the issues that uh, she had practically broken. <laughs> and these are th things that you then notice, even as an entrepreneur, you can as well totally go offbeat, even if you've got the best work attitude and mindset that you're doing uh, some great work for your business and you're doing whatever it takes to grow and to build and all these things until eventually you notice okay you have to use your own expertise your own knowledge add 
knowledge so that you actually know what's been doing and uh, prioritize. So set a priority, what has to be done, which are the most important things and when, and uh, what can I outsource? Because I don't need to do every kind of task. And some tasks, at a certain time, I can even go and hire people to work on my uh, payroll, let's say. But nevertheless, you have to always keep an eye out for reality, because at a certain point, you can't add more work on top of them or yourself. And eventually, your body or their body will just simply say it's enough, and then they get sick, or you get sick. That's that's nature. This, as the saying is, it was the last straw that broke the camel's back. And that brings us exactly back to what kind of people do we want to hire? The key thing is we are looking for people who are highly motivated, have a organized sense. I mean, people who can do a job properly, not just highly motivated and then mess it up because they are so over-energetic that they don't use their brain on how to perform a task. So as an example, in IT, Let's say you are moving a rack, yeah? A rack, this cabinet, server cabinet, that's got servers in, you've got cabling, you've got uh, display panels, all sorts of equipment in there, um, all different kind of stuff. And yeah, some people would simply take the entire rack as it is, move it out of the office into a truck and transport it and set it up somewhere else. Sounds quick and efficient. Unfortunately, by the time they set it up, the whole equipment is broken. And then it's just a matter of counting on all your fingers how much actually is not broken. But if you see how somebody is and they even work on, let's say they have an attitude that they say, hey, let me come an hour earlier so that we get everything properly dismantled, properly packed and, and labeled so that nothing breaks. And you notice how tidily they do it and efficiently. In the end, it saves you pain. And um, yeah, it's like we once dismantled one complete office. And after years, I still asked my my uh, expert, I said, hey, um, I'm looking for this and this equipment. Where Where is it? And he would say, hey, it's in, I think it was in this and this box, looks like that and so on. And I think I put in there as well, this and this equipment as well in that. Oh, great. I went into the storage and actually found it. And I thought, wow, yeah, that's the work attitude I need. Not only willing to work, but doing the job properly, long term, and thinking in a way that everything is properly organized and not a whole mess by practically throwing stuff into boxes and not caring. Um, as some people say, uh, caring is sharing, or sharing is caring, somewhere around that. Yes, it, it can be even that. And uh, that's the thing. For instance, let's say you are working on a project where you want to set up something on a weekend. Especially in IT, that's a typical thing because you don't want to disrupt the operations of the business. So you go and do these changes. The same thing would be even if you decide to uh, swap desks in your office and you want to have new rising desks. Yeah. Some employees will just be grumpy and, and just complain because you're disturbing their workflow, and others are highly motivated to help 
And uh, within five minutes, the new desk is standing and they're absolutely smiling and happy that they can actually even sometimes even stand when they like at the desk and, and not be sitting all the time, which is better for them back. And uh, if you've got somebody who is willing to work and to get the things done properly on a weekend and have the mindset of doing it efficiently without scratching the tables and all these different things, then you notice that's a right work attitude, which means work attitude in the best means getting the job done, getting it done properly, getting done in time when it's necessary, knowing what to do first and how to do it, and as well in particular as well how not to do it and to understand what are the consequences if I do it in a certain way. And that means as well using one's brain, not only one's muscle. But some people, unfortunately, have a lazy attitude. And I don't mean this uh, this um, demotivated, because demotivated is different. If someone is demotivated, it means uh, they are unhappy with the situation, they may be not feeling well or anything like that, and um, they need a break. Maybe their body, their mind is maybe exhausted and tells them you must rest, so they give them a demotivation phase. And that might last maybe a day, and then afterwards, uh, for months, totally able to work at their best again. But somebody who is lazy, they do very little work which means if somebody else maybe does 10 tasks in the day, the other one will just do maybe two or three and think they're entitled to some extra holidays. And if you go and take them on a uh, project work assignment somewhere abroad, a different office, different location, they might come afterwards and ask you for extra, extra holidays. And you'd think, oh, wait a minute. I was there, I was helping out, and I didn't need some extra holiday. It was actually quite fun and interesting, and the person actually learned new skills, but he wants some holiday. Hmm. Maybe he's not the right person after all. It's, of course, understandable if he had to shift his holiday that he already had planned and he had already booked with you, and you had an emergency. But if the general attitude is, I have to work more or be more uh, effective and productive then i don't want to be that then that's where you realize that person is really lazy and that's not good for your business so how do you handle the people who have a toxic work attitude someone who is lazy someone who is unproductive and whatever you try to do even if you try to systemize things, introduce better systems, better software, better tools, better equipment, even better vehicles, whatever you have in your business. When you improve things and everybody else is improving in their satisfaction and in their productivity, but this person isn't changing in any way, not even, as, even 1%, then you must um, decide, okay, maybe that person shouldn't be part of our team, part of our company and organization. Then you have to decide, okay, can I somehow motivate the person in a different way? Is the person maybe on the wrong position? So uh, is the person actually doing a task that uh, the person is just not talented, not designed uh, in a way? Um, and if I put them in a different position where I think that might be a job, uh, 
job description that might be more fitting to them, to their skills, to their abilities, and to their interests. If that still doesn't work, then you have to let go. And there are so many people who do not like having that conversation when they are going to have to terminate people. So what do they do? They keep people all the time on the payroll, although the person doesn't actually do any real work. And eventually, a person notices, well, they can do whatever they like. They can listen to music, they can be lazy, they can play games on the computer, whatever. They're not going to be sacked. They get every month, get the salary, no salary reductions or anything like that. And then you notice, well, they're having fun, whereas you are doing the work. And why are you sharing with them your profits? Because the salary you're paying them is sort of a profit sharing. Otherwise, uh, you wouldn't be paying them. But since they are not returning any kind of real valuable work, why do you need them on board? So you have to make the effort, make commitment, and have that conversation. Because maybe that person actually isn't really even happy on it in your business, uh, but uh, has been always scared to find a new job that's actually really better, and they will be much happier. Because obviously, if they're lazy in your business, they are not happy with your business. Of course, some might be happy just because they don't need to do any work and they have they can do whatever they want. But it's if your place isn't a playground, then definitely you will not be happy and your team won't be happy because they're all putting in the effort, the work, the time, and they notice the other person isn't doing anything, they're lazy, they can get away with it, and the boss actually accepts all their excuses, their laziness, and their bad work attitude, then they will get demotivated, and that's toxic for you and your organization. And eventually, your leadership will be disrupted. So, always hire for work attitude, or if you want to put in a more trendy, trendy description mindset, then hire for that. But don't hire for titles, for education, or for companies where they worked before, other kind of things. Check out if their attitude is really the right kind of attitude you need for your business, for the tasks they have to do, for the work environment, and for the general culture that you want to foster in your business. And that's how you can hire for work attitude. Wait, listen, was the content helpful? Please share it on social media. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a leader, you need to adapt your business. Stay connected. You will find in the episode description how to gain more insights. Subscribe to my bi-weekly business secrets letter. Gain access to all updates of my ultimate guide on business growth strategies. These can be applied to your business in the US, Canada, or Europe. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening.